Hello everyone, it's Dr. Sam. I'd like to welcome you to my iClarity podcast. This is a show that offers cutting edge information on how to improve your vision and overall wellness through holistic methods. I so appreciate you spending part of your day with me. If you have questions, you can send them to hello at drsamburn.com. Now to the latest iClarity episode. Hey everybody, it's Dr. Sam, and I want to welcome you to another iClarity podcast. So today, I want to help you navigate the eye care system. So I'm going to take a few minutes, I'm going to talk about ways that, first of all, you can find an eye doctor that you can maybe be compatible with. Number two, how you can help your eye doctor help you in the best possible way. And number three, if in fact you do need surgery, what's the best way to navigate? All right, so let's go to number one, how to find an eye doctor. Well, you know, the best way to do that, I think, is first of all, go on Google and type in holistic eye doctor. Now, you may or may not get somebody in your area. You may not even get a holistic eye doctor. You may get a holistic naturopath or functional medicine doctor or a biological dentist. And so at this point, I would contact whatever comes up on the Google and I would contact that office and ask them for a referral. Is there anybody they know? And maybe it isn't quite a holistic eye doctor, but somebody maybe who's a little older, uh, maybe who's a little more gentle, a little more middle of the road. It's kind of hard to find holistic eye doctors because in school we're not really trained to look at vision holistically, only allopathically, but many times there are doctors that at least are, you know, they're more reasonable in their attitude. And if you can find somebody like that, Another way to do it is through your friends, through your community, to ask around, you know, who's somebody that I have a holistic philosophy in my health? Is there somebody that at least isn't totally extreme, you know, that's going to really, you know, just recommend surgery as soon as I walk in the door? And there are doctors, eye doctors out there like that. And that may be the best you can do in your area. So that would be number one. The number two, when you go for your eye exam, I recommend taking a friend, a family member, and have a certain intention or focus on what you want to achieve. It could be, you know, I want you to check my eye health. I want you to give me a prescription for my glasses, if that's what you need, but I don't want you to overcorrect me. And the way you do that is when he starts flipping the lenses, feel it in your body, feel it in your eyes. And you're wanting to stay as close to the current prescription as you can. And you know you need to stand up for yourself here and you need to say, I don't want a super strong prescription. 
And most of the time, even if they don't believe in you or believe what you're saying, if you're committed, because you know the stronger the prescription you get, the faster it is going to weaken your eyes. So you want to stay in the area of something that's more in the middle. So you don't have something that's so strong that you know it's going to make you dizzy, nauseous, or give you headaches. All right, now, in addition to that, I would be very careful about going into things like progressive lenses or bifocals, especially if you haven't done it before. You're much better off getting two pairs of glasses, something for distance, something for near. You want to stay away from things like monovision, where they're correcting one eye for distance, one eye for near. And you want to be conservative in what you're wearing. You know, these newfangled things that these these guys and gals want to prescribe, they end up in disaster. I mean, people come to me and they go, you know, I should have never gone down this road. I just had a guy yesterday and he said, you know, this is the the busiest, fanciest uh, eye center in Santa Fe. And every time I come out of there, I get these glasses, I cannot see out of them. And I keep going back and they just say, get used to it. And I've gone to them three years in a row I am fed up. And so for the exam, what I did is I reduced his prescription by about 70%. And he tried it on and he goes, my goodness, this feels great. I love this. So it takes an empowerment on your, you know, in your uh, world to be able to say, I don't want something too strong and don't give me all these bells and whistles. I'd even be careful about staying away from a lot of tints, a lot of coatings, because it ends up smudging the lens, it's cloudy, and you know the lenses just don't last as long, and they're expensive. So stay with, again, middle of the road. All right, number three, surgery. So first of all, if a doctor is recommending eye surgery, I would consider getting a second opinion. I would definitely do some research consult with me or somebody like me. And before you enter into any surgery, you want to know what the side effects are. You want to know what the success rate is. You want to know, you know, what, what can I expect from this? And in some of the side effects, you want to know things like, well, is this going to create dry eye? Is it going to create floaters? Am I going to have a retina issue? What, what are some of this? And really, you know, if you can't get those answers from your doctor, then you find a doctor who can, who can tell you these things. And I would enter any surgical procedure very, very cautiously because, you know, there are side effects, especially to laser procedures and, you know, procedures that are invasive. So that being said, you know, as long as the condition is not sight-threatening, and you've got, even if you have four to six weeks, what I would say is start doing some of my protocols, and many times you can stave off the, the pattern and eventually turn the tide. So this is something, again, where you go with a friend, with an advocate, and you don't let them bully you into something or scare you into something until you are completely informed 
on what's going on. And this even includes pharmaceutical eye drops, uh, things like uh, eye drops for restasis, steroid eye drops, antibiotic eye drops. A lot of times there may be alternatives that you can use and this is where you get the information and then you find somebody like me and then there are ways that you can go. I mean, acupuncture can be really helpful. Craniosacral therapy, lymphatic drainage, uh, herbal remedies, pl any plant-based medicines, natural eye drops, eye exercises. There's so many things that you can do. And, you know, another one that we don't talk that much about but is change your diet. You know, take a look at the, the, the diet that you're eating and go more plant-based, more uh, rainbow vegetables, really good for your retina and vitreous and cornea and eyelids, and eat an anti-inflammatory diet, do the intermittent, intermittent fasting, do a cleanse, you know, find a functional medicine doctor to help you because a lot of times these eye problems are based on either a functional problem in the eyes themselves, you're wearing the wrong prescription or both eyes aren't working together, or you have a biochemical or an endocrine imbalance that a good naturopath or a functional medicine doctor can help you with, replenish yourself with these nutrients, and then your eye tissue heals. So if you have any questions, feel free to email me, hello at drsamburn.com, appointments at drsamburn.com. Check me out on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, and Clubhouse. I'm here for you. That's our show. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening. I hope you learned something from the iClarity podcast show today. If you enjoyed the episode, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or Spotify and leave a review. See you here next time.